Welcome back, everyone, to the Creators Collection. This is your host, Sophia Vaughn, and we are on episode 10. So I am so happy to be here with every single one of you that are listening in. And today we're going to talk about something that I really try to refrain from specifically talking about this topic because I feel like sometimes it's overused. But there's a twist to it. There's a twist to what we're going to talk about, which if you haven't noticed the title yet, we're going to be talking about singleness. But we're not going to talk about it in a way that we've heard in our church in terms of how does singleness apply to you in the place of of self, but rather how does this actually impact the Lord? How, How does this thing that we call the gift of singleness, how does this apply and glorify? the father. And to me, where this inspiration really came from was from having a conversation with my mentor the other day, we were at her house and we were just talking about life, just all the things. And we got into discussion about faith and how there's people in our life that we can look at that are just such pillars of faith. And I remember her just going to 1 Corinthians 7 and talking about Paul sharing to the church of Corinth about this specific thing, which is called singleness and how it's a gift, but having the mindset of a single person in any stage of life that you're in and not just as a single person. And I remember her just really just pouring such wisdom over this and a whole new perspective that really opened my eyes from going from such a Western view on this famous verse to a more biblical view, to the view that really applies to our life that is even more impactful than just, hey, singleness is a gift. You ought to enjoy it. This is for you. This is all about you. That That's sometimes how in the past I've read this verse before and how it, how does this impact you? But really this verse has nothing really to do about us. Like it's all about, it's all about Jesus and how the gift is meant to bring glory to the father. It's not meant to just satisfy you. It's not meant for your own benefits in a sense of just keep it to yourself kind of gift, but it's meant to be shared. It's just, there's so much more meaning to this passage, this verse. And I remember her just, just sharing that wisdom with me and inspired today's episode. And I really want to dive into it because I think that we need to understand what Paul was saying when it came to singleness and how it is a gift, but it is a gift that applies to everyone, not just if you're in your single stage of life, but also married, divorced, widowed, whatever stage you are in, this applies to you. It just, it is, this is not just for the single people in the world, but it is for every single one of us. So we're going to dive into it. What is this mindset that we should have that Paul is talking about? So let's get into it. So recently, as I've probably mentioned before on this podcast, I've been going through this study of looking at scripture from a perspective of Middle Eastern lenses versus Western culture lenses. And y'all, it has just shifted the way that I view scripture. It just reframed just how how to read the Bible. And for me now, I've been asking this question, how does this passage, how does this tell me more about God rather than how to 
does this apply to me? Because I think sometimes we can read scripture and instantly go to this perspective of, okay, what does it say about me? What is it going to teach me um, that I need to know? But when do we really ask the question, what is this saying more about God that I'm missing the point on? And this passage right here really is one of those prime examples because like I said before, in the past, I know for me personally, I don't know about you, but I've looked at this passage of how, how does this apply to me? You know, being in this singleness stage, how does this affect where I'm at right now in life? How does this benefit me? But really the question is, how is this benefiting God? Because at the end of the day, like I said, this is all about Jesus and not really about us. And so Paul is talking to the church of Corinth and he's singling out different types of groups. He's talking to the single man. He's talking to the married couple. He's talking to the virgins. So he's talking to different groups about the same topic of how singleness is a gift. And he's not talking from a perspective of, I mean, you just get to do whatever you want. There's just so much freedom in this. This is just you do you type of motivational speech. Rather, he's saying there is some something powerful when you take the stage of singleness, which we all come into the world in this stage and shifting it from a place of let me just fulfill my own desires and going from that view to I want to be so devoted to Jesus. Like what is God thinking about today? Like how can I serve the Lord today? And being so in a way so anxious about the things of God rather than anxious about the things of ourselves or the things around us. And this is what Paul is saying. He's talking to, he's talking to this entire church about this of how every single one of us needs to have this mindset, this mindset that Paul had with the Lord of being so deeply devoted to God that everything else came into second place. Like nothing exceeded over the call of his life, which was to serve the Lord in whatever capacity God called him to. And so the question is, what does this say about God at the end of the at the end of the day? Like what does this say about the Lord? Well, what it's saying is that God is just wanting our devotion. He wants for us to have such a devotion to him that it's unshakable, that nothing takes the, the place, the focal point of the father. Like God is our top priority. Like we wake up and we're like, okay, God, like, what are you thinking about today? What What are you calling me to today? What do I need to accomplish? And because I think that we just get so boggled down by, okay, what do I have to do today? I got this on my list. I got this on my list. I got to go do this. I, I got to go to school. I got to go to work. I got to tend to my family. I got, you know, we have all these things that we do need to do essentially, but it just, it takes such priority over our life that God just becomes this, oh, when I, if I can fit him into my schedule, it'll work out. That's how my devotion works. If it works out for me, but rather God's like, no, no, no. That's not how that works. The mindset that I want for you to have is a mindset is undistracted, a mindset that is just constantly wanting to know what am I thinking about rather than fixated on things that in the end aren't as important as the father is. And this is not me saying that, okay, married people, you just need to become single again and, you know, forget all of those things. Absolutely not. But what I am saying and what Paul is essentially saying is that our devotion to God should not shift in spite of our statuses shifting. If we go from single to dating, single to being married, our devotion to the Lord should not change. It should not take a back seat and say, okay, well, you know, Lord, I have my family now. I got to f- focus on that first. No, that's not how that works. But God is saying, 
under under his covering, let everything else be placed under that. But your devotion to me should remain strong, should should remain consistent. And so that that is what Paul is is telling us, I think. Paul is telling us that at the end of the day, singleness is a gift because in your singleness, you learn how to discipline your devotion to the Lord. Because like I said, we come into this world single and it is our responsibility to practice our faith when it's just us and the Lord, to, to work out the kinks of being so easily distracted by everything around us and saying, okay, I'm going to discipline myself. I'm going to discipline myself in prayer, in my quiet time, in how I serve, to, to learn how to be consistent in our walk with the Lord rather than taking a vacation every other week and saying, okay, God, well, I'll get back to you in 10 days. And I know that this is for me and this is very convicting because it helps me understand more of there's some things I could have done better in my almost 25 years of on this earth. There are things I could have been more consistent with when it comes to the Lord. And I'm still learning that, learning to be consistent. And so this is a very convicting revelation because this is something that we have to carry on with us at every stage in our life to put ourselves in check and say, okay, where's my devotion with the Lord? Where is that right now? Am I Am I prioritizing God over myself? Am I asking the Lord more about him than more than about what does he have to say about me? It, it's shifting those things. It's shifting that perspective and becoming anxious of the things of the Father, not of the things of ourselves or the things around us. And so this is this is what the deep meaning behind the gift, because it is a gift. It is a gift that is meant to be fruitful and long lasting. And it is also a gift that is meant to impact not just within us, but to impact the things around us. Because this is specifically for those that are married, that when you are when you do get married, this does not mean that man, I miss Mark, got married, can't do this anymore. But what it means is that when you are married and you remain that same devotion, bring bring your family with you in that. Include your family into that form of devotion and say, we're going to still pursue Jesus wholeheartedly. Doesn't matter what. He is our top priority above everything else. That just because you get married does not mean that God has to take a back seat. Things have to shift in your relationship with God, but rather it should amp up your faith that you have somebody to walk alongside you and say, we're still going to run after Jesus. Wherever he calls us to go, we're going to pursue the father together. And even for your children, for your children to see that, to see, man, look at them just run after Jesus because the Lord is about all about generational impact. And it is our responsibility to teach the next generation about that devotion, about how truly of a gift it is to have such a devotion. When when it started out as just me and the Lord, and then me with someone else and the Lord, and then the kids, you know what I mean? Like Whatever stage you are in, it's including already in what is being practiced. That's what it is, is you're already practicing that in your life, that, that form of devotion. And so singleness, it allows you to not have those distractions. And so singleness, it, it gives you that opportunity to grow some 
discipline in your life because you don't have the excuse of saying, well, I have this person to take care of and this person to take care of because this is you and Jesus and to grow your faith. And then from there, when you are laying that foundation, everything else gets to rest on that foundation. So yeah, this passage is not about us, but this passage is meant to show us how singleness, not in itself, but the thing behind it, the the growth that can happen in that stage can affect everything. It can be for a good impact or a bad one, a fruitful one or a dead one. But it is our responsibility to practice how to be devoted to the Lord. What are some areas that need growth in my life that I missed the mark on? And I hope this encourages too to look at passage from a perspective of what is to say about God rather than what is to say about me. And this is one of those passages that I think we've often looked at from a place of self rather than a place of who is God and what does he have to say that I'm missing the point on. And what this passage, when I think of it and when I think of that question, the answer that comes to me is God just wants our devotion. He wants our devotion that is pure and undistracted to not have the excuses, but to have discipline and to say, today I'm going to choose to sit with Jesus. And if I have my crew of people to bring them into that. So this gift is so much bigger than who we are. It's so much bigger and better. But I think that we have to, again, think of what is God trying to show me through this? Because whenever God gives you a gift, you got to realize that there is something very powerful in that. There's such a deeper purpose to that. And as it being Easter today, I mean, we think of the gift that he brought to this world that is Jesus and how much bigger that gift was and is to the world. And so if there is a passage in scripture that says this is a gift from God, then that means you better buckle up because it is for something so much bigger than what we expect it to be. And this gift is meant to not only impact when you're in your single stage of life, but it is meant to impact your whole life. It is meant to to reach people, to inspire people. And like I said early in this episode that me and my mentor were talking about just different people that are just so faith-filled and just, I mean, just on fire for the Lord. Whatever stage of life that they're in, it is because they practice discipline in their life. They practice these things that I've been talking about for the past couple minutes because they 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 understood the gift that comes with pursuing Jesus, being devoted to Jesus. And that is what Paul is calling every single one of us to. That is what he is trying to, he was trying to tell the church of Corinth is that don't let your devotion to God take a backseat because it, it will affect everything in your life. And I just want you to have a life that is rich and impactful and leaves a mark for generations to come. Because we look at the life of Paul and we still talk about it to this day. So impactful. And we can think of different people in our life that whether they're single or married or divorced or widowed, that have this passion, this fire that are reaching people because their devotion is a priority. Their devotion to God does not take a backseat. So again, what a gift it is that the Lord has given us. We just have to understand the weight of that gift. I hope that this has encouraged you and I hope that this motivates for conversations to happen. I hope you have a great week and I will chat with y'all on the next episode. Talk to y'all later.